Ready to amp up your happiness? Welcome to Joy Break, your source for joyful content and practical life strategies. And now, here's your host, Katherine Walker. My friend from high school once asked, why is no one ever the right amount of whelmed? And he's right. We are either overwhelmed or underwhelmed, but never just plain whelmed. The stat is 80% of Americans consider ourselves stressed. Frankly, I think the other 20% might be lying. Stress is part of every household I know, especially during this season of extra. Extra money being spent, extra time needed for shopping, and extra events on the calendar. And for teens, extra tests and projects for end of semester. Feeling stressed or anxious in a temporary situation or for a short time period or season is common and seemingly unavoidable. But everyday stress is different than chronic anxiety disorder. Anxiety disorder is the most common mental illness in the U.S., affecting 40 million people or 18% of the U.S. adult population and 25% of children aged 13 to 18. So it is a widespread issue. Hashtag anxious adolescent. Dr. Loretta Bruning, author of the book Taming Your Anxiety, states that we are often not helping ourselves when it comes to anxiety, especially where our kids are concerned. When we as parents show signs of stress, our kids, due to mirror neutrons in their brains, will mimic or replicate our emotions and take them on as well. So anxiety in the household creates more anxiety in the household. The anxious people make the other people anxious. We think we are doing a good thing by having an anxiety-based conversation with our children to help them understand what we are going through. But that is actually selfish on our part. That is stemming from our need to share, not necessarily their need to know. And it is teaching that having anxiety is a way and a reason to connect. In this case, hiding your stress from your kids will save them from feeling it too. I remember my parents going into their bedroom to discuss heavy issues, illnesses, job changes, whatever. We weren't privy to their conversations. We didn't know what was up and we didn't need to. Adult talk wasn't meant for kids. Families today try to involve their kids in everything. Children simply aren't ready to comprehend or worry about the stressful stuff. It should wait until they are older. Dr. Bruning says young children are being exposed to too much news, too much scary threats and life endangerment thoughts like kidnapping and murder. This generation lives in the safest time ever for children to grow up in America, but they don't believe that. They think danger is around every corner. They know too much and worry too much. We need to limit exposure to terrible global, national, and local news. Now, I know burying your head in the sand sounds counterintuitive. I don't recommend it for adults, but elementary-aged children don't need the exposure to this. It's making our kids sick to their stomach. Okay, about time for a joy break. This one is titled, Road Warriors. 
my husband Vincent is often concerned with traffic patterns. At this one stoplight at the corner of I-35 and Sandy Lake Road, he always wonders where those drivers are coming from and where they are going, and he comments about it every time. So this last time, I called him Atlas and told him to put the world down and get a snick snack. He isn't in charge of those people. Those drivers aren't his worry, nor his issue. It doesn't matter where they are going or where they have come from. It simply isn't his stress to deal with. Come on, Atlas. Grab a snack. Okay, break's over. If we don't want anxious households, we need to prevent anxiety-inducing activities, like comparison. Bruning recommends reining in your own competitiveness as a parent. Stop comparing yourself and your kids to others around you. They feel this measurement, and it's stressing them out. If there is a constant evaluation going on in your head, your brain releases cortisol, which is a threat chemical signaling danger, danger. When you see yourself or your family in the one-down position comparatively, your brain reacts. So you look at a social media post of another's good fortune, and you internalize it as a judgment or condemnation against yourself. And you send more cortisol to your system. You can end up feeling quite threatened, even when your life is relatively good. And kids are on social media all the time, adding more cortisol to their system and stressing themselves out. We are treating anxiety the wrong way. We are often reinforcing it rather than alleviating it, Bruning says. What is the best thing you can do to fight anxiety in your household? Number one, take five to ten minutes of me time. Decompress as a parent after your busy day. It will set the mood of the entire evening. Do detoxing things with this time. Light candles, take deep breaths, laugh out loud. Show stress it doesn't get the best of you. It isn't your primary mode of operanda. You can transition to family time after a short detox time. Five to ten minutes is not asking too much. Number two, stop comparing your family to others. Be happy for others' good fortune. Practice saying, good for them. Tell that to your kids. To say, good for them. Number three, don't involve your kids in stressful conversations. Go into the bedroom or bathroom to vent or unwind. Talk to your spouse or friends in private about adult conversations. Number four, and this is a big one, stop rewarding anxiety. This may sound obvious, but think about what happens. We ignore the calm child and pay lots of attention to the out-of-control child. The anxious child gets to leave school, is released from chores, and gets extra snuggles and hugs. So they will learn that being anxious helps them receive special privileges and do it more often. When we force them to face their fears, go to school, take driving lessons, have a hard conversation, we are building up their resilience and increasing their confidence. 
So many times what they're imagining is worse than what happens. We can create better, happier households when we don't let stress run all over us. We keep it in its place, tucked out of sight of children, and not given too much power. My challenge for you is this. Try the four ideas mentioned to reduce family stress. Two do's and two don'ts. Do have five to ten minutes of me time. Do hide stressful conversations from kids. Don't compare your family to others. And don't reward stress with extra attention or privileges. Hashtag anxious adolescence. It's time to reduce the stat that 25% of teens have an anxiety disorder. What will you do for your household? Like what you heard today? Grab a copy of Catherine's book or ebook, Boosting Your Joy, on Amazon. If you'd like for Catherine to come speak at your next group or company event, contact her directly at boostingyourjoy.com. That's boostingyourjoy.com.